Hello, welcome to episode 23 of the podcast. Uh, I feel like we say this on every episode now, but we've been away for some time. We have, but we've got good reasons. Well, it is... Legitimate get, excuse. It's getting harder, I think, to do these purely because, well, I've had a snooker baby and uh, they take up quite a lot of time. Yeah. So... But well, we, I'm having a snooker baby in the that, next two weeks. That's going to make it even harder. I've left my eight and a half month pregnant wife at home to come and do this. <laughs> but might be able to do another one way off work. Turning that, out that might be ambitious. Turning out easy the baby is. Me. But we'll see. Uh, but at least uh, my snooker baby's quite into snooker. At least, well, at least he doesn't complain when it's on or anything. <laughs> but, That's uh, good. Positive. But when we were in the hospital, I took the iPad and it was during the Masters, and like I watched loads of it when I was in the hospital. You get dirty looks off the midwives. A little bit, but like, because it's quite a, like a stressful experience, isn't it? Yeah. And like, it was just sort of chilling me out. Well, I don't know, yeah, not Well, yeah, it's just sort of like relaxing me a bit, watching the Masters. Yeah. And that's good. But um, the only point... How did you just know wife feel about it? She was all right. She didn't mind. She... You're fine. Yeah. But um, like when he... the only bit when I really sort of got a bit, like lost my head a bit was when he, like when we were in the delivery room and he popped out and snooker wife said, oh, can you uh, text my parents? Like, let them know he's here. And uh, they don't use pounds in uh, Germany, so I got a, like uh, converted to grams, and then I got a bit mixed up with grams and kilograms, and I basically ended up saying, uh, "Welcome, baby Zachary, weighs three tons." <laughs> so uh, oh they were concerned. <laughs> they just text back, "Is she okay?" <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, but we cleared that up. Yeah, it was well. a terrible mess. <laughs> <laughs> three ton baby. But yeah, and then we got back, and everything was sweet. The masters was still on, and I was just happy. Was Great. Good. The Masters was a good tournament. I'm glad that that's what you remember from that time. <laughs> it was a great tournament. I remember, I remember during that week, you texted me because yeah. you'd seen uh, Luca Bassell and he'd, like, you'd realised that he'd got his knuckles tattooed. Right. And you said, What do you reckon it was? Do you remember this? Uh, vaguely, yeah. And, uh, and I said, I don't know. And you said, You think it might be snoo on one on one <laughs> hand and Kerr exclamation mark on the other. That really that's a better laugh. tattoo. Snoo Kerr. <laughs> That'd be absolutely amazing if it was. Yeah. That's but not what it is, though, is it? We've figured we, it out. We, there was, a, was like a close-up of his hand, and you took a screenshot. We, oh, I can confirm, or we can confirm, yeah. that uh, it actually says free bird across the knuckles. Ah, yeah. And on the left hand, on like the back of the hand, it says live in la vida loco. So if you were to read that down on the left hand, it says... Live in la vida loco, bird. <laughs> that is like something that you might find, uh, you know, like... A gay fella in a bar to a load of mums would say, Don't worry about me, babe. I'm living La Vida Loca, bird. <laughs> hey, Luca, you, you can have a good night tonight, Luca. <laughs> I'm living La Vida Loca, babe. <laughs> it is a bit, isn't it? I wonder who he's got on the other side. Cause what Why has he got free li- bird? I don't know. So, you learned to get an I think it's just like. I suppose when it's English isn't your first language and you're just looking for sort of phrases, stock phrases. I will go with a free bird. I suppose living to be the local Spanish. Isn't it? Yeah, but he's Belgian. Yeah, he's got. He's just got the whole. Maybe all. It's a mess. Just a mess of uh, languages. It's like a toilet door. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's got on the other hand because it would say it would say something 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 free. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Buy one, get one. If anyone knows. <laughs> Took some bad advice from the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one, get one. 
Oh, that would be absolutely marvellous. If I, like, during the World Championship, if anyone can spot what's on the other hand, yeah, we can... Uh, we can make this a feature, Luca's Tattoos. Luca Tattoo. Luca Tattoo. Oh, I've got a new tattoo. <laughs> it, is, uh... it was a cheap one. <laughs> it was a uh, buy one, get one free. <laughs> but just talking about the Masters, how good was Judd Trump in the final? 10-4 against Ronnie. And he absolutely, yeah. he absolutely pummeled it. He did, yeah. That and even good. even on the last podcast, we were still talking about like Judd bottling it in finals yeah, and stuff. He seems to have sorted that. This out. season, he's absolutely amazing. You know who else is good this season? Who? Robbo. Robbo has been absolutely brilliant. Absolutely so, smashing him in. We'll talk a bit about the World Championship later, but uh, Ronnie said it's basically him, Robbo, and Judd are the favourites, and I agree with that. Yeah. But we'll have a look at the draw later. Like John Higgins, Mark Williams been really off the boil. Yeah. Who else is a big, sort of big hitter? I think. Um, like last year, we were talking about the World Championship, and we were saying how like we wanted a lot of the younger, more attacking players to do well. Mm. Now that's a real possibility this year because like Luke Vassell's on top form, Lasowski and Tepchaiyo have all been playing amazing. Yeah, and Luca and Lasowski are top sixteen now. They've mm. seeded into so they'll, it. They'll get an easier draw. Yeah, and because um, Luca's never won a game at, at the World Championship, has he? I don't think so. No. He's always gone out in the first round. I think he could be like a dark horse. Yeah, but you, like you say, if you get if you get seeded into the first round, mm. then you are it is an advantage. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll have a look at the draw in a bit. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, Barry Hearn. Obviously, Barry, chairman of World Snooker, his other cash cow is darts, isn't it? Oh, yeah, he's got a finger in that pie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did you see though this this like news article a few weeks back or a few months back probably? And it was uh, it was Gary Anderson playing some Dutch player, yeah. and he, the, the player accused him of creating a stench on the hockey, putting him off. Yeah, I did, did see you see this. the interview? Yeah, yeah, well, I'll play it now because it's just hilarious. Have a listen to this. Gary, what a comfortable win that was, especially in the second session and the third session you rushed away from him. Yeah, just walked off. You know, struck, it was warm, really warm up there. You know, came off, nipped outside, had my cigarette that I'm supposed to have stopped. But uh, no, no, get off, it's, it's warm up there, so get off, have a break. Yeah, get your head together. Take your time when you come back and uh, good session. Just spoke to Wesley. Um, besides that he said you were a class player and you let him alive in the first session he said that it was smelly on the stage I thought he had shit sorry? I thought Wesley had farted on stage yeah. did he? no he, he, well I think he thinks you did it you can put your finger up last there'll be no smell there <laughs> I thought he had shit and I went that's dirty it was bad it was bad it was bad there was a stink I thought it was him and he started playing better but must have needed to get some wind out yeah. And he thought it was you. Oh no, hands up, swear on my kid's life. So help me God, nothing crossed. But it was smelly anyway. It was smelly. Usually if I fart on stage, I shit myself. And you know that, because I've told you in the documentary, ain't scared to... If, if I'd farted, it smelled like that, I'd put my hands up and go, oh, sorry, I need to get off. So who was it then? Well, don't tell me. You've got enough three boys up there. So... No, it definitely came from, It was table side. And it was, it was eggs. Rotten eggs. <laughs> Not from you. Not for me. No. No. Okay, thank you. And every time we walked past, it was a waffle. I can't imagine that ever happening to Newcastle. Yeah, well, maybe in the World Championship when they they when they've got the divide down, the mm. players sit next to each other. Oh, yeah. Might be a good way of putting them off. 
What do you think about that clip? I think it's brilliant. Which bit do you like the best? Uh, I like. There's many, many elements of it that I like. <laughs> the first thing that I like is when the the Dutch interviewer says, "He said it was smelly on the stage." <laughs> like that. It's really kind of like the way he delivers it. It's great. It was smelly on the stage. Um, and then I like the way it's like a mic being passed back yeah. and forth, and you can hear Gary Anderson. Say, I thought he had shit like that, and then the mic goes back to him and he says, I thought he had farted. <laughs> he cleans it up. It's great. Isn't it? Also, I think what's great is, is um, his like sort of logic for saying it definitely wasn't me yeah. is more incriminating than just admitting to farting. Yeah. What he says was, I can't fart without shitting myself. So if it was me, I would have shat myself. Yes. He thinks that's less embarrassing than saying, Yeah, I farted. It's just incredible, isn't it? Who, I mean, do th- who do you think it was? I think it was Gary Anderson. He's a big fat fucker, isn't he? Yeah. But he just nipped off for a fag as well. Mm. Come back after his ciggy. Oh, it's a laxative. Loos- loosened him up. Nicotine's a laxative. Anyway, yeah, I just thought I'd show that clip. I know it's eggs. nothing to do with snooker, but. <coughs> eggs. I love it. You think there'll ever be a fart scenario at snooker? I thought you were going to say a fart detector that would know who's done the fart. <laughs> Maybe, like a, like a DNA analysis of a fart. Yeah, I think I don't think it happened in snooker. If you use infrared cameras, you can see who's done it. Uh, that'd be amazing. You see a little heat, a, a red gust. Um, I don't think it'd ever happen in snooker. It's too sort of um, urbane. Yeah, gentlemanly. I think so. I don't yeah. know who it would who who would do it. Mark Williams. Yeah, possibly. I saw a tweet actually. Mark Williams had t- tweeted like his takeaway got like, a really good Oh yeah, he's renowned for his, for his binges. Yeah. And um, Willie Thorne replied saying, um, "I'd hate to clean out your cage." It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. <laughs> clean out your cage. Do you remember once um, we went to the, this nightclub in Liverpool? And it was on like many levels, and I had a really bad stomach. And we'd gone into a few different rooms, and I'd, I was doing these like horrendous, How could I forget? horrendous, like air, air, yeah. toxic. Airborne events, and uh, as we got to like the top of the nightclub, we looked down the stairwell. And people were running out with like hands over their mouths. Clear the stairwell. Yeah. I basically evacuated the whole nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> like people were just running out of there. Yeah, and, then, and I was as your friend was standing there politely pretending I couldn't smell anything. Well, I remember we we went out like later on for a ciggy outside, and people were like discussing it like they'd survived nine eleven or something. Yeah. <laughs> It was terrible. I've got bad form about things like that, haven't I? Do you remember that stag do? And then I got like instant food poisoning off the curry. Yeah. And like I hadn't drunk anything. And I was sort yeah. of like in the street being sick, wasn't I? We were standing outside a pub and um, you were being sick. And to your face, I was being all sympathetic. Like, oh, you must have had something dodgy. Like, you need to go home. And then people were walking past. Tutting. And looking at you and tutting. Because they thought you were just a drunk person being sick, and I was looking at them, going, "Shaking oh, your head, terrible this. You for today?" <laughs> and they Booze. came back to, "It's all right, mate. It's all right." Booze Britain. Booze Britain. Look at the state of him. What else has been happening in the world of snooker? Oh, one full thing disclosure. I was just going to say, yeah. I've not watched a lot of snooker lately. That's one of the things you always say on the podcast. I always say, a "Sorry." We've been away for a long time. Yeah, you I always say how much did he snooker? Yeah, I, d- I mean, I don't really watch it. No, no, I do, but I just haven't been watching it. You did watch the Masters. I did watch the Masters. You're going to be hopefully being able to watch a bit of the World Championship. Hopefully, um, depending on logistics. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was saying. Oh yeah, in terms of things I've noticed in the world of snooker, uh, one thing that stood out was Jimmy White's new website. 
Um, and he's selling all these like branded goods, whirlwind branded goods, many cues, but he's also got like um, shoes, watches, cues, and shoes. Jimmy, Jimmy White aftershave. Okay. The smell of balls. The smell like a crackhead. It's balls and crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what's great is there's like this blurb on the website, and it's like written in Jimmy's voice, yeah. like trying to sell you these products. But obviously he didn't write it. Mm. And I've got that little um, thing on the browser where it like says uh, yeah. it turns the text into audio. So you can have a listen to the website, Okay. in essence. As many of you may already know, it's virtually impossible to find a high-quality snooker cue these days at a reasonable pricey. Pricey. As a result... Too many gifted players find themselves priced out of the market and forced to rely on always inferior club equipment. At long last, after searching far and wide and spending countless hours testing dozens of different cues, I am delighted to tell you that I have finally found a duo of exceptional models that we can bring to you at a price point you simply won't find elsewhere. <laughs> I truly believe these cues rival many that cost two or three times the price. Don't believe me. Call my bluff. Try out one of our cues, and as with every product we offer, if you are not 100% satisfied, return it to us for a refund. <laughs> Whirlwind is a brand that you can trust, you can. and we promise to always play fair. If you know me, you know watches and fragrances are a few luxury items very close to my heart. That's why we are also offer whirlwind watches with turns of hublet, Audemars Pidget and more, with the genuine Swiss quartz movement, and the option of a responsibly farmed, genuine alligator skin strap. We believe that our watch holds its own next to the above-named watches, don't miss our whirlwind eau de parfum pour harmi. Eau de parfum is stronger that it, so a small amount goes far. It hits similar notes to a 200 pound classic and gets me compliments from the laddies everywhere <laughs> I go. Trust me on this one. This stuff is seriously good. The, af the aftershave gives gets him compliments from all the laddies. <laughs> gets me compliments from the laddies. That's ladies or Scottish guys? It's the laddies. <laughs> the laddies want to go up to play in the Scottish Open. I don't think you should really advertise perfumes by saying it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a little goes a long way. That's how you advertise, like, fence paint. <laughs> or, like, no, washing up liquid. Like perfume. <laughs> it's pretty strong. <laughs> Just the down. Go easy. You get a lot of compliments from the laddies. Think, Put it under your kilt. Do you think Jimmy sat down and typed that up? No. No. I don't. No. <laughs> Poor Omi. Wouldn't they be selling any of that um, ultra clear pile cream? Clear do you remember? Pile, yeah. Got piles, have ya? <laughs> Jimmy White's whirlwind cream. <laughs> well, get rid of your piles in a flash. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. That's very straight. It's very long. That. Yeah, sorry about that. So sorry. <laughs> it's all good, though, isn't it? Pricey, very pricey. <laughs> all the laddies. I would be delighted. Do you think you could? It's only for you know a lot of the gifted players. Yeah. Have to use inferior club equipment. Do you think you can responsibly farm any animal for use? I don't think you can farm an alligator. Uh, well, responsibly, no. But not even irresponsibly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can. I think they're not farmable animals. No, it's difficult, isn't it? They're just wild. They are it's wild. It's not like cows or sheep. You can farm sheep. But, I mean, can you responsibly farm anything if you're using it as produce? You mean, well, to, unless it's died and you've used it. You could use the skin once yeah. it's dead. Yeah, but that's the only way unless it dies. And you know. I mean, it depends what you mean by responsible farming. Yeah. I... I don't want to get into this debate. This no. is not, it's beyond our remit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is alligators are wild animals. And really, if you're saying you're farming them, all you've done is trap them. <laughs> and then you're trapping them, waiting until they're dead, yeah. and then having the skin. That's, that's irresponsible. You can't breed them and, like, yeah. and do any of that business. I might email the website and just get them to explain. Maybe, how, how exactly do you farm an alligator? Maybe Jimmy White's got a, alligator a, farm. a pond. A pond? To Dinner's Garden. Yeah, maybe. When they die, hoiks them out. Just <laughs> drags them out by the tail. <laughs> Wrestles them out. <laughs> Pretend that he's fighting with it, it's dead. <laughs> to impress his wife. Yeah. Um, maybe. Okay. How many watches? How many watch straps could you well, get out of one alligator? Hundreds and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. <laughs> But I suppose maybe when he says responsibly farmed, it just means he keeps one at a time. Mm. And when it dies, he makes a thousand watch straps. Yes. And then he rears another one. Yeah. And when that dies, he makes another thousand. But maybe we could tweet Jimmy and ask him. How do you farm your alligators, Jimmy? And gets me compliments from the laddies everywhere right now. So. Do you know we started this new feature and you hated the name of it? I'm not even going to say the name of it. Remind me of what the name was. <laughs> it was just like... I don't listen back to our work. Well, it was like, you know, people on social media, like vlogs and stuff. Yeah. I called it online, goons and dorks. Oh, yeah. okay, we're not yeah. going to use that. I've got a new name for it. Okay, okay. how about this? Vlogging spot. Vlogging spot. Vlogging spot. Oh, like dogging spot. Yeah, because it's mainly vloggers that we're yeah. using. What about vloggers nipple? Joggers nipple. Yeah, but vlogging spot it's like I've spotted them isn't it <laughs> okay we, sh- we should have this debate off air but anyway should, I vlogging a, spot I don't want to make a jingle for it so can you think of like it's three spot. syllables isn't it so what would that fit with song wise vlogging spot the vlogging spot everybody's talking about my vlogging spot that's not a real song I've just made that up okay we'll use that no we okay. can get a better one okay but if you can think of something now later in the edit I can make the jingle and then slot it in Slot, but have a think about that. Okay, well, you're you're the music editor. Yeah, no, but you just you know, just think about what it would fit with in terms of like I'm a chorus. Trying, trying. Chor- Let's get to the vlogging spot. Vlogging spot. Vlog. 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 Anyway, I, f- I found this vlogger on on YouTube. Right. And he genuinely blogs about like Manchester United, 
and snooker and sports yeah. and stuff. That's what he's into. But he's really excited about the new Snooker 19 game that's coming out. Okay. Have you seen that it's coming out? No. What, what it's is just, it? It's just like a computer game for the old platforms. Old platforms. But he's like really excited about it. And uh, what made me laugh is he starts envisioning what you might be able to do on the game because he hasn't got it yet. And, like this list he reels off really, really funny. So have a okay. listen to this. Hello and a very warm welcome. I now have more information on the eagerly anticipated snooker game that will be released. And holy moly, there's been some activity over the last few weeks. I brought a snooker video out. There's a new snooker 19 game coming out, but I just didn't have the information that I needed. I didn't know the release date, the price, when's it coming out. Um, That's the release date. And it's just <laughs> continued. So, Snooker 19. Oh, it feels like forever. Finally, we're going to see a pure snooker game. The first one proper snooker game since WSC Real 11. Developed by Lab 42. This game is developed by Lab 42. <laughs> anyway, in we go. Release date is confirmed. It's the 16th of April, so in less than a month. Four days before the biggest tournament in World Snooker, the Crucible. Platforms, it's on this game. It's on all four platforms, including Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Nintendo. Who uses Nintendo these days? Really? Me! There's someone out there that uses a Nintendo? It's me! Really? 128 top players, including Ronnie, Ding, Selby, Trump, Ronnie the Rocket... <laughs> the, the Chinese sensation Ding Junhui, the jester from Leicester Mark Selby, the ace in the patch of Trump, and by the way, what a match between the Ronnie the Rocket and the ace in the pack last night. Blackpool decider, clench your ass cheeks. Also, we'll have Neil Robertson, the fiery Scotsman Stephen Maguire. Iconic venues include the Crucible, Alexandra Palace, countries. Include Germany, China, multiplayer mode where you can play with your friends. And the biggest one for me, which I'll probably be playing the most, career mode. I hope career mode is as good as it can be. I told you my thoughts last time. The things you could do. Career mode, you make your own character. You can pick what you want to wear, like your attire. Do you want to wear a suit, a tie? Um... Pick what handy cue you want to play with. Pick your cue. Pick your nose. Everything. Your name. Your cue. Everything you want. Your nationality. Um, and then qualify for the events. Come through. Try and get as far <laughs> as you can. Build your way up the rankings. Get a one four seven. That's going to be difficult. Get a hundred break. Fifty <laughs> break. Win a frame. Needing snookers. Like get a snooker and then win the frame. Pot. Um, Two balls at the same time. <laughs> oh. oh god. That last one is so good. Oh, two balls at the same time. That's what I wanna do when I get the game. Imagine if you can't do that on the game. It's gonna be gutted. It's like he was really trying to think on his feet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was f- big fan of lists there, but kind of repeating the lists. Yes, he said like Ronnie, Ding, Selby, Judd Trump, Ronnie the Rocket. Yeah. 
<laughs> the things you can do. Um, yeah, that was brilliant. What's his name? That I can't, can't remember. A show. Uh, can't remember. But I found a few other good ones. I hope. I was just gonna say, oh. I hope that game lives up to his expectations because he sounds like he, you know, it actually looks quite good. It. The game, but I just think there's, there's too much snooker on at the moment. So when are it, you gonna play it? <laughs> well, when are you gonna play it? And really, if you if you in between times you're playing that game, you're just gonna go completely insane. Snooker loopy. Yeah. yeah. I think you know they need to maybe. Also, he's very harsh on the old Nintendo Switch. There. You're these. You're, I've, I've got Nintendo. <laughs> you've always bought Nintendos. Yeah, I like him. So there is somebody out there. It's me. It's you. <laughs> I like Nintendo's, mate. I'm not ashamed of it. I actually think the only um, console to play on which will be worth it will be the Switch. Cause, like, Take it with you everywhere. Well, yeah, and like, it's a bit clunky using a control pad on, and a big screen, I think, when you're playing stuff like mm. snooker computer games. Yeah. Like, they're much better on mobile phones. Yeah. So I think like a Switch would be yeah. lend itself well to that. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the controls would be like, but... You use a pointer, isn't like yeah. you can use motion I think controls. It, I think that'd it. be the perfect console for that. Um, it's a ghost in your pipes. <laughs> pipes. But we'll see. Yeah. And well, I'm not going to get it. Nah. Where are you going to get it? I asked them for a free copy. If it's, did you? I said we'll review it on the podcast. What did they say? Didn't get a reply. <laughs> Up yours, mate. I've never had anything free sent through the podcast. Yeah. Apart well, from when we went to the UK Championship. We did go there for free. Yeah. We should have just kept. I mean, we could have gone to loads of tournaments. It's a, it's a lot. It's a bit of an ordeal, though, isn't it? Yeah, meeting your heroes. Meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. We could go again, but it's going to get even more tough. Take the babies. Take the babies. Take a baby. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> talking talk about it. That's not a real song. I've just made that up. Hey, it's our favourite feature. It's their new vitriol. It's the fans' favourite. <laughs> the favourite of our fan. Um, I think as a homage to Ronnie adopting an Australian accent, we're gonna oh, yeah. we're gonna hop over to Australia and read some TripAdvisor views from Australian hotels. Oh. And if that doesn't work, we'll go back to the Norbrook. <laughs> well, I believe we still haven't left the Norbrook. Well, we are doing just briefly. Go um, down to the alligator farm. So these are a couple of. Um, this one's a backpackers hotel in Sydney called Chili Blue. Okay. Okay. Have a little Let's read of that, mate. The minute we walked inside the building, we were appalled with the smell and dirt of the place. It needs to be seriously cleaned as visible dirt and grime on all walls and floor, and the smell was unbearable. When we got to our room, it was tiny and yet again filthy. I was actually afraid to sit on the bed. We tried to open the window to let the scent out. But when we opened the curtains, we were directly looking into another guest room. <laughs> hello! Hello, Possum Sides, mate! We've all got chlamydia down. That <laughs> yeah, sounds horrible. The chilly blue backpackers. Um, yeah. Do you want to read the next one? Elephant Hostel, Sydney. Is this a hostel for elephants? No, it's just called... It's called Elephant Hostel. Yes. Filthy showers! Kenneral spaces! What's that mean? Kenneral... I don't know. Filthy showers, kennel spaces, toilets, floors, mouldy female showers, cleaners vacuuming was sad. <laughs> they just mopped the floors with some dirty water. Oh, what was the cleaning like? It was pretty sad. <laughs> How was your holiday, mate? Well, the vacuuming was so sad. <laughs> really sad. 
you can't. Well, I mean, being a cleaner is quite a sad job, I think. Do you think it means like they were like depressed? That's what I thought. The way they were yeah. doing, or do you think it was like in the nineties when they go, "Oh, that's sad." Yeah, it's a bit sad. Yes, yeah, yeah, don't be vacuuming. It's sad, but it's not sad, is it? No. It's just a necessity to keep things clean. Yeah, but maybe they're just too cool. To too cool for school. Too cool Hello. for the Alabama hostel. What else is on? Moldy female showers. Uh, t- What's that fantasy island? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's on this just... piece of paper you've handed me, it just says, let me see what it says. Fantasy island, very rude, Skegness. <laughs> I was saving that one. Ah. You can read that one out if you want. All right. That's not a link that I've bookmarked. Fantasy Island, very rude. What? What is? <laughs> it's okay. it's just like a, a. I went to Fantasy Island with my family in July. I'm a large lady, and the people that work there kept looking at me and were making me feel uncomfortable. The lady who works on the carousel was staring at me and was speaking to someone through their headset and said, "Some people need to stop eating." That is very rude. That is very rude. What is Fantasy Island? It's just a terrible kind of theme park, uh, like a seaside yes. resort kind of thing. Oh, I feel sorry for that woman. Yes, I shouldn't have let that one out, really. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I think you should do the next one in Milkins kind of thing. All right, there. Should, we, should we go back to the Norbeck? Okay. Okay. This one go. is it's called... One. This piece is called Hellho. <laughs> this piece is titled Hellho at the Norbeck. All right, there. Roast beef, Yorkshire pudding, carrots, peas and rose pots. Profit rolls for pudding. We came home Sunday by Sunday night. Both me and my husband had tummy cramps by Monday morning. We couldn't get out of bed. We had stomach cramps, abdominal pain, loss of appetite, high temperature, muscle pain, chills, vomit and diarrhea. A really bad hotel, worn and dirty. I like the way they're listed as like bullet points. Here's the things we had. Stomach cramps, double pain, loss of appetite, high temperature, must pain, chills, vomiting, diarrhea. Stained rags. <laughs> Stained rags. <laughs> mucky rags. Me, me daughter had mucky rags on. Oh, it's covered in dirty rags. Oh, vomiting and diarrhea and they couldn't get out of bed. Oh, both of them. Just a big sea of shit and piss cowpat cowpat bed <laughs> you met my wife cowpat if you met me wife pat pat cow hey pat cow pat cow pat cash former tennis player pat cash <laughs> Have you met my wife? It's former male tennis player Pat Cash. He's absolutely covered in diarrhea from the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Second serve. Who is the smart cat serving food? (laughs) This is a a review of Mike's Chippy. I saw that on Twitter and I thought that's quite local. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Okay, the the goes like this. Okay, it's very heavily punctuated. This, so yes. I'm going to try and reflect the punctuation in the way I read it. Okay. <clears throat> God, where to start? Greasy meal, greasy shop. 
Greasy hair on the staff. Piopa's scummy place. <laughs> Sorry. You? We'll never go back and we'll advise lads in work to give it a miss. The start of it sounds like a beautiful poem. It's like performance poetry. Yeah, yeah. Like the kind you get on Nat West adverts. <laughs> Piopal. God. That's good because it sounds like um, they've put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, it sounds like they're kind of in a monologue. Yeah. Have you got any effect on there that can make it sound like it's like my inner thoughts? Uh, what, like a sort of. Just like, you know, well, on films where they make it sound like uh, it's inside the head and not say it out loud. I can put loads of reverb on it. All right. Yeah, have a go. This is Dave's head. <laughs> Welcome inside my head. <laughs> this could be a new feature. Welcome inside Dave's head. <laughs> God. Where to start? Greasy meal, greasy shop. Let's <laughs> start again. That was good. <clears throat> God, where to start? Greasy meal. Hold on a sec. God, where to start? Greasy meal, greasy shop, greasy hair on the staff, Piopa scummy place. Sorry, we'll never go back, and we'll advise lads in work to give it a miss. <laughs> Good in here, inside my head. Welcome, uh, welcome everybody. Can you imagine what it what it'd be like inside the woman's head when she opened the curtains into somebody else's room? <clears throat> oh my god, I can see Zelina. The minute we walked inside the building, we were appalled with the smell and dirt of the place. <laughs> it needs to be seriously cleaned as visible dirt and grime on all walls and floor and the smell was unbearable. When we got to our room, it was tiny and yet again filthy. I was actually afraid to sit on the bed. We tried to open the window to let the scent out, but when we opened the curtains, we were looking directly into another guest's room. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. I wonder what she thought in her head. Oh my god! <laughs> it's another guest's room! Time for the Connor Langdon Memorial Competition. Connor Langdon! This week, this week, this episode, um, there's no prize. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just enter for fun. Don't worry about winning. See if you can guess who it is. If you know who it is, send us a tweet, send us an email, do what you want. And uh, good luck. Oh. You've not made that very inviting, have you? It's supposed to really G up the listeners. Maybe I should. Send it in, you might win. It's all for fun, but you know what? We'll read your name out. Okay, you ready for it? Yeah. Here we go. Just go on my Do you know who it is? Yeah. I yeah. Think, I think so. Okay. Well, uh, you can tell me off there. And I never know. Yeah. I thought that was quite a hard one. Oh, well. Oh, well. 
Um, this is where we usually read out correspondence, actually. The only thing we've had since the last uh, episode was mm. a tweet from Mark Riley, friend of the show, who sometimes ah, yes. tweets us. And uh, let me just read it out. I've got it on my phone. So he says, um, I don't know if anyone's watching the snooker, but old Judd Trump is bearing the look of a man who uses two different hairdressers, one at the front and one for the back, who simply cannot agree on the fundamentals of hairdressing. <laughs> yeah, I've got a strange... Now, is that um, a sort of homage to your anecdote about when you got your hair cut and there was two hairdressers? I did think that. Because it's Um, reminiscent of that. Yeah, maybe that planted the seed. Do you still go back there? No, I only went once. Just once? You put Um, off by that technique? It wasn't that. It was just that... uh, Shit haircut. No, well, it wasn't that either. It was just that um, I just didn't go back there. Because it it wasn't my regular... Hairdresser, I just went there because my other barber was shut. Oh, okay. It was an emergency situation. Yes. Um, I had my haircut this week. Did you notice? Yeah, it was pretty alright. It's not what I asked for. It's too short. Is it? Yeah. Um, So, viewers, viewers, so listeners won't know, but I have a side parting in my hair. Yes. That's right, I'm cool. but anyway, so I'll get my hair cut. And normally I say to them, it's a Turkish barbers. I normally just say, like, with the clippers on the sides, yes. scissors on the top. But this time, the, he's ignored those instructions yes. and has just, like, shaved the side where the palm ah, is. I've seen that. Right yeah, up yeah. to the top. So you've seen that look. So you don't have to. Like, put England, the fan, England yeah, football yeah. fans have, where, like, yeah, yeah. the hair looks like it's slipped over yeah, to the yeah. side. So he's, tr- he's done a bit of that on me. But what he said that was funny was um, I was sitting there and he's like shaving it up and um, they don't really talk to him at barbers, that's mm. why I like it. Yes. And he just sort of said out of nowhere, do you want a line? <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, do you want a line? I was like, oh, and then I realised what he meant was to shave yeah, a line yeah, yeah. where the parting is. Yeah. But I thought it was like, you know, having some barbers, they offer you like a cup of tea or a beer. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was offering me a line. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, go on. Finest Turkish Why cocaine. not? Why not? That's quite I funny. enjoy myself. Do you want the line? I uh, cut my own hair. I know, you, which can, is, you can tell. It's a difficult skill to acquire. <laughs> um, I don't think you've got there yet. It saves me a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. How do you do the back? Uh, I've just, well, the back and the sides are with like a clipper. Yeah. But the top I do by hand, and that is difficult. Um, I could do yours for a small fee. How small? Well, I'm offering 75% off at the moment. That's how much I cut off. <laughs> <laughs> but the fee's fiver. I'm not paying you a fiver to butcher my hair. I'll do it for free. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't need one at the moment, but... You just said mine looks shit, so it's not really a, yeah. an attractive proposition for you, is it? No, but you might be better at doing mine. You can yeah, see, it will be easier. See the full head. Do you know though? Like, it really is simple because you. Just, I have cut my own hair before. You're just doing the sides one length and the top one length, so you yeah. just need something to sort of measure it by, like fingers yeah. or yeah. a ruler. It's hard, <laughs> what I think is hard doing your own head, doing the clipping at the back. Yeah, because it's it's hard to know how far up to come. Yeah, yeah. And if you come too far, you give yourself a step. Just stick an elastic band on your head. What? Stick an elastic band on your head. <laughs> how does that help? Then it's like a line you can go up to, isn't it? Is that what you do? Yeah. Really? And then the top bit, it's all like. There. I've always wondered why you've got that mark across your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. Like an Alice band. Yeah. Mm, clever. I'll show you how to do it one day. Not today. Not today. Um, <laughs> you know now that your baby's been born. Yes. When it needs a haircut, are you going to give it a haircut? I was thinking about this. Um, yeah, or are you going to take it to a professional? Probably take it to a professional because the clippers that I use are quite. 
And you can just use scissors on a baby's yeah, hair. I could probably do it. Use a pudding basin. <laughs> Get dad and lad discount. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a bonus, isn't it? You can yeah. do that. Okay. Dad and lad. Get it all done. Yeah. Anyway. We should really talk about the World Championship, shouldn't we, as it's looming. It's quite exciting. It is. Two weeks' time. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, as I was saying at the start, like we were really rooting for these uh, young players last year, yeah. and there's a real good chance they could do go far in it this year. Mm. Um, I'm thinking Luke Purcell. I think he could make a bit to of win it. it. Not to win it, but you know, to cause a bit of a upset, cause a stir. Do you have a look at the draw? Because it is cat amongst the pitches. Obviously, we yeah. don't know the qualifiers yet, but <clears throat> yeah. So when to qualifiers? Is it this week? No, it's like the week before, isn't is it? it? So. It's hard to talk about the draw, really, isn't it? I mean, you can look at the quarters. Yeah, I think that bottom quarter is, is the tough one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Jordan... Jordan... Steve Maguire. And Ronnie. Ronnie. That is that, really tough, isn't it? It's, it's a shame, shame that, because it is a shame. you'd want to keep Jordan, mm. uh, Ding and Ronnie apart. But it just opens but, it up at the top a bit, doesn't it? It does. For the likes of Lasowski and Vassell. I think Robbo will get th- come through out of that half. Yeah. Maybe Barry Hawkins... Possibly. Kyron. It's so hard to call, isn't it? Yeah. And um, then Selby. You can't write him off, can you? No. Nope. So that's quite a good little quarter, though. Selby, Brussel, Lazowski, and Allen. Yeah, that's good. It's going to be um, interesting. It's just a shame that that bottom one's got like. But I mean, nowadays, always qualifiers are knocking out seeds. So yeah. you've, got to, you've got to factor that in. <clears throat> there will be some qualifiers who will get through the first yeah. round, then. Yeah. guaranteed. But Absolutely, yeah. We'll see. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, did you see like a while back? Uh, I don't remember what tournament it was, but um, Kyron Wilson beat Judd Trump, and mm. then afterwards in the post-match interview, he said, uh, "Oh yeah, there's just like spat." Yeah, so he said like, "Oh, I think I just want it more. That's why I'm winning more." Yeah. And the press tried to take, tried to create this kind of pseudo rivalry. Yeah, but Judd did say like, "Well, well if they, I, show, they if showed I him cue action, then I'd be practicing all the time." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they showed him the clip, and he went yeah. like, "What do you think about that?" And he was yeah. like. Um, well, if I had a cue action as shit as that, I'd be on the practice table all the time anyway, so yeah. I don't even care or nothing. And, then, and it kind of just fizzled out. They were kind of create something out of nothing there, weren't they? The p- something or nothing. Do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they probably don't like each other. I don't know. Because I think, like, you say they're trying to manufacture something, but, like, all those sort of pundits and stuff are close to the players on the circuit. They'll yeah. be able to see who's, like, mates with who. Possibly. Not that they actively dislike each other, no. but they probably just aren't mates. I think um, it's interesting because... I kind of agree with Judd in, in a way. Like, if he could improve his QR his, uh, control. Yeah. Because he's definitely the best part of it yeah. in the game, I think. Yeah. But he is a bit loose, like, around there. Yeah. Spot. But, I mean, he can get away with it because he's such a good part. But he'd, yeah. be, he'd be so good if he was just a bit, a little bit tighter. Tighter. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I think, but like we've always talked about about Judd, it's, to me, it's all about discipline. Like, yes. he knows how to do it. You oh, know, yeah. he knows... Like his cue ball control sometimes is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like he, I think it's like it seems like his problem is he's always waiting for the moment when he can take the handbrake off. Yeah, yeah. And like that's what he loves doing. Yeah, Getting to the yeah, point yeah. where he can just start smashing them in from everywhere. Yeah. And he's got to learn to like to keep it all under wraps. And he and has been. Has he has been, been much better at it. But I think sometimes he's just like so yeah, desperate yeah. to start playing like completely free. I think the only thing that could trip him up. Would be the world championship because there is added pressure, isn't there? So yeah. you could revert back to that like bottle, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. But I think what also goes hand in hand with it is the the more you play better, the more your opponents start to be afraid of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 
and the more that your opponents won't give you, will try not to give you those opportunities mm. and play inside themselves. Yeah, yeah. Previous years, everyone's sort of known with Judd Trump. Like, if you give him enough rope, he'll kind of hang himself. Like, it, yeah. it's. Um, but now they know that he's playing better, so they start to play inside themselves. So there is a bit of psychology in it. I bet, I bet O'Sullivan is gutted that he's doing that quarter. Yeah, doing well, that quarter. he probably is gutted, but he's probably you know not not that gutted. Nah, I mean if you can get get past Trump and or Ding, I don't think there's anyone that he looks at and goes, yeah. I don't fancy that. But I think Judd is probably the only one where he thinks he's he got bad form. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I would in the world championship I would still fancy him to yeah. to win. Um you know. If you played if you played him in the second round when it, it it's slightly fewer frames, but um if he plays him later on. Yeah. We'll see. Can we do some um, emergency questions? Oh, why don't I ask you some emergency questions? We you do the voices much but better. But we can try it the other way because I. No, I'm upset. Come on, let's try it so the other way. It. It's well, fine. No, come on. No, let's try it this no, no. way. And then we can always try it the other way as well, but I want to ask you some emergency I'm putting my foot down. I want to ask the questions this week. <laughs> well, Give me the book. As long as you do some as well. Okay, well. You have to figure them off the top of your head. I don't know where the book is. Oh, like, well, we can't do that. You can just like, would you rather? Are you a boss at those? Like, would you rather have a leg made of chicken or? Would <laughs> <laughs> you rather have a leg? Made you of always chicken? come up with good ones. Would you rather have a leg made of chicken or a chicken made of legs? Oh, I'd rather have like two fucking legs made of fucking bird poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, we'll, do, we'll do back and forth. All right. Okay. We're gonna do Robbo and then you. Okay. 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 Um. Would You've you... got the questions here. I've got a found them on the liar. internet while you were talking. You little fucking liar. Would you rather live with like um, arms made of uh, cues or legs made of chalk? Chalk. <laughs> I'd rather have the cue arms. <laughs> Chalky legs. Cue arms. Chalk legs would be easy to break. Okay. Cue arms. Would you rather have snooker balls? Mm. <laughs> or um We doing milkins now. Table legs. Table legs! Wow, I can't do it! Snooker balls! <laughs> Russell Brand. Horrible <laughs> ball bags. I can't do the accent so it's It doesn't rubbish. matter, you don't need to do it as oh, milkins. You can do whatever voice. Oh, I like to have table let's legs. Pick, let's pick a voice that you can. Milkins! Like.